because we cannot spare the ready money and hope now to be fine without it. But ah, think what you do when you run in debt. You give to another power over your liberty. If you cannot pay at the time, you will be ashamed to see your creditor. You will be in fear when you speak to him. You will make poor, pitiful, sneaking excuses. And by degrees come to lose your veracity and sink into base, downright lying. For, as poor Richard says, the second vice is lying. The first is running in debt. And again, to the same purpose, lying rides upon debt's back. Whereas a free-born Englishman ought not to be ashamed or afraid to see or speak to any man living. But poverty often deprives a man of all spirit and virtue. Tis hard for an empty bag to stand upright, as poor Richard truly says. What would you think of that prince or that government who should issue an edict forbidding you to dress like a gentleman or a gentlewoman, on pain of imprisonment or servitude? Would you not say that you are free, have a right to dress as you please, and that such an edict would be a breach of your privileges, and that such a government tyrannical? And yet you are about to put yourself under that tyranny when you run in debt for such dress. Your creditor has authority at his pleasure to deprive you of your liberty by confining you in jail for life or to sell you for a servant if you should not be able to pay him. When you have got your bargain, you may perhaps think little of payment, but creditors, poor Richard tells us, have better memories than debtors. And in another place says, creditors are a superstitious sect, great observers of set days and times. The day comes round before you are aware, and the demand is made before you are prepared to satisfy it.